Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Zooplex City, baby. Your number one wrestling pod where we go over all of the news of the week. We're going to be doing breakdowns of all the premium live events and bring you all the rest of the talk that you've been missing out on here on G-Gen. Gen Nation, stand up. It's me and your man One Shot tonight. What's going on, buddy? What's happening, brother? How's it going? It's going. It was Halloween it's night, going. so it was hectic. You know that. <laughs> it's definitely Halloween night. We just had Halloween Havoc on NXT. It was a fantastic live mm-hmm. event. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's uh, really great matches. The NXT 2.0 is not my cup of tea anymore ever since they changed over. But it's starting to bring it back. Hunter is starting to bring it back. Now, let's talk about something that Hunter's not in charge of at all, and that's AEW. All right. AEW, my man, one shot. What is going on over there? It is absurd. I had the wrong image up. My bad. <laughs> I jumped ahead <laughs> of our, our storyline there. You're good. You're good. That was all on me. Uh, AEW, I don't, I don't follow too much, but I've, I keep up on it, but I don't follow too much. I know there's a bunch of shit going on with CM Punk right now. Yeah. Yeah. CM Punk has become exactly what he fought against for years and years. When he was in WWE, and I'm on record for saying this, me and the captain have gotten into many, many arguments about CM Punk. Personally, I still think he's one of the greatest on the microphone. However, his recent stunts that he's pulling in AEW are exactly the type of things that he used to fight against Hunter and Vince for in WWE. He was the guy that used to fight for the little man. He was fighting for the Liv Morgans, the Cole Cabanas of the world. He's burying those people at AEW just so he can prove that he's the best in the world when the guy hasn't been relevant in seven years. You know? He definitely fell off. He's, He's really whiny. He's become whiny. Like before, when somebody was actually holding him back, it made sense, you know. Um, he had a he had a legitimate gripe, let's say, right? Yeah. At that, that time, at that time in the WWE, they were holding him back for the Batistas and the whoever else is, because Vince has always been the big guy's got to yep. the biggest guy in the company's got to be the guy, right? Yep. Um, and he'll push him no matter even if the fans don't want him or not. The fans wanted CM Punk. This is why Daniel Bryan had such a hard time getting over because the fans wanted Daniel Bryan and Vince didn't want to get him over. You know? I, I CM Punk fought for CM Punk fought for those guys. And now he's in AEW burying all the talent that he can. From what I, what I read the other day, he was suing uh, Tony Khan. Yeah, and Tony's the one that stood by him and brought him out of obscurity. You know? It just shows that... It just shows the guy's got no loyalty. He's uh, he's he's really become a mark of himself at this point. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. You no, know? it's it's a shame because the guy could have been something really great, and he just threw it all away because of his own ego. Do you think and he turns ego- it around? Two questions. Mi- two two questions for you. First, do you think he turns it around within the next year or two years? And second. Do you think he goes back to WWE, and does WWE take him back? A chance. 
I don't think Hunter ever takes that guy back, especially after what happened at AEW. And that's why I think if he turns it around, it's not going to be at AEW. It's not going to be in WWE. He's going to wind up in TNA or Ring of Honor, or he's going to wind up just not doing not wrestling anymore. I mean, he can go back to MMA. <laughs> I'm here at this point. I think a lot of people would pay to watch him get punched in the face for real. <laughs> Facts. So AEW right now, my, my problem with AEW is they've spent a shit ton of money picking up all the talent that the WWE let go. Now, a lot of the talent that the WWE let go was top-end talent. You know, your 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 Brian Danielsons, your Keith Lees, your, you know, um, all these guys that wound up in AEW, a lot of it, a lot of it was guys that were underutilized in the WWE, but they lost Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody's now in the WWE and he's back home and he's loving what he's doing for the company. So can AEW survive is the question. And how long do you think they're going to survive for? With the rate they're going, I give them maybe another year. Before I'm thinking the same major thing. Decline and they start losing everybody. Yeah, when they came out to the market, they 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 hit the market at the right time. COVID, you know, COVID hadn't happened yet, but the WWE was super stale. Yeah, like they, it were just, on, they were on a major decline. They were on a major decline. Vince was riding that company into the ground, and they didn't know what to do with it. So AEW came around and became the new guys on the, on the street, and. It really put out a, that first year of AEW was really quality stuff. Like it was crazy good matches on a weekly basis. They were doing it, which is not what you could say about WWE. They were barely putting on. They were putting on the same exact matches every Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to see the Usos and the New Day fight for the tag team championship one more time on Monday Night Raw, I was gonna vomit. I mean, no. you had you had like Chris Jericho and and Moxley, and yeah, all of them. like real fucking talent that was pushing it forward. Absolutely, absolutely, very big talent, and it's a shame that it's gone the way it has now. Because if they were able to sustain that, I think they really should have second thought trying to get one upmanship on WWE by stealing all their talent and just stuck with what they had, developed the storylines. And really push the guys that they had there with them. The Young Bucks are probably one of the best tag teams in the world. Now, Kenny Omega is a superstar in Japan. Now, any of these guys could headline WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, and they're just underutilized. So, well, that, and I mean, it seems like all their superstars are having issues. You got the CM Punk issues, you got Jeff Hardy, who can't stay out of fucking trouble. Exactly. It's just, it's doing a nosedive real quick. Real quick. And hopefully they can right the ship. Hopefully Tony can kind of put all the bullshit aside and just get, you know, kick the guys out of the company that don't need to be there anymore. Start saving himself some money because he's he's got to be hemorrhaging money at this point. I don't you think know? he can salvage it, though. Not with Hunter being over it now and, and the direction yeah. he's taking it. I don't think you can salvage it. 
yeah, exactly. A lot of a lot of AEW talent jumping ship to go back mm-hmm. to WWE. It's already happening. Mm-hmm. It's already happening. You know, um, Hunter being in charge of the WWE now and having Vince gone finally is such the last few months the WWE has turned such a corner on their on their entertainment, like on their weeklies, on their pay-per-views. Everything. Everything's gotten better. Vince was too stuck in 1985. It's not mm. that way anymore. Fans don't want to see it. And Hunter has really r- righted the ship of what's happening here. Now, like, speaking of Hunter, look at what he's done now with the bloodline. Oh. Right? Bloodline like, is... The- it was... When the bloodline was initially started, I didn't have any interest in it. Neither. Me neither. And now, I'm so fucking invested. <laughs> yeah, me too, it's man. Stupid. It it's is. wild. The addition of Sami Zayn to the bloodline, and <clears throat> watching him try to get them to break character weekly every week is awesome <laughs> amazing it's absolutely amazing let me tell you something the addition of Sami Zayn plumped pumped blood blood back into the bloodline right? fact like it's it's exactly what it needed because it was such a stale thing like when it first happened it was a little interesting because everybody was like oh we're gonna get Roman versus the rock eventually mm-hmm. because the bloodline storyline in my opinion doesn't ever really work until he fights The Rock at WrestleMania. I agree with that. Because we're all supposed to sit here and think that he's the head of the table when we all know The Rock exists. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just supposed to forget that he was ever there. Like, it doesn't work that way. Like, fans know, like, they're like, all right, you're the head of the table, but there's this other guy that used to be really the head of the table, and he still makes more money than you. Like, do you, you know. How do you think that match would be? Um be a lot of spears and a lot of rock bottoms because i mean i gotta the rock's up there in age now yeah but look at the dude man he he is he's still waking up at 4 a.m to, to lift school buses <laughs> <laughs> right like, he looks like he's in better shape than he than he was in like 93 like <laughs> the guy looks great man I, I i think it would be uh i mean listen no matter what Think about it like this. It's a spectacle. That that match can only happen at WrestleMania. Right? Agreed. There's no other place it can happen at. That match, no matter what, is going to go down as one of the biggest matches of all time. No matter what happens in the match, right? Look at it this way. Hogan versus The Rock is one of the biggest matches of all time. If you break that match down and watch it, it's a terrible wrestling match. The feeling you got from watching Hogan stare down The Rock at WrestleMania was insane. It's absolutely insane. So I think this will be similar. Like I don't think it's going to be a, like a stellar like you're not getting Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. You're not getting Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. You're not getting Kevin Owens versus John Cena. You're not getting like a, a marquee match. 
you're getting Roman and the Rock doing Roman and the Rock shit. But the the storyline behind it and the vibe of what it's going to feel like to see that happen is really what's going to push that match over the edge. All right, let's take uh, the Rock and Roman aside. Like, where do where do you think the bloodline's going? Like, where do you think the end of it's, this is? But like, what theories so, do you have? It's going to fall into problems because right now they're doing well because by bringing Sammy in, it's taking the heat off of Roman a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Roman's going to be fighting Logan Paul at, at Crown Jewel. We know that that's just a one-off, like, moneymaker match. Let's get Logan yeah. Paul out there and make some money off, off the kid's name, whatever. He's going to get beat up by Roman, whatever, right? <laughs> There's no other opponents for Roman Reigns right now. They, they need to find somebody. They need to find somebody that can be the the foil to Roman Reigns. Like they need his guy that is going to really create a big rivalry. The problem with the bloodline is that once you once you surround Roman with five other dudes that are constantly interrupting matches and this that and the other thing, you kind of need a faction to go up against them. Right? Okay, You're seeing that. You got uh, what Drew McIntyre's thing going on? Yeah, but I mean, like, listen, we've seen Roman versus Drew a thousand times. You know what I mean? You got the Judgment Day. That's not going to do it. They're having their little thing with the OC. They're pretending it's Ring of Honor again, right? Um, but you need you need a faction, and that's where I think Bray Wyatt comes in. I think all okay. of the stuff with, that Bray's been doing. Right, he just debuted Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy debuted on SmackDown this week. Um, return of Bray Wyatt is a massive, massive return. I don't think yes. it would have happened without without Hunter. To be honest with you, I really don't. I agree one one like, trillion percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. So now they debuted all of the Firefly Funhouse. Right. Mm-hmm. And the growing theory is that each one of those personalities is actually going to create a new Wyatt family for Bray. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard that theory. So now, if you have the Wyatt family going up against the bloodline, that that is some DX versus the nation of domination shit. That's DX versus the Heart Foundation. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is something everybody would get behind. So I, I could definitely fuck with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, how awesome would that be? And then you culminate that with the Rock versus Bray at WrestleMania. Not the Rock. I'm sorry. Roman. Roman yeah. versus Bray. I, I knew what you meant. WrestleMania. Yeah. I knew what you yeah. Meant. Oh, I'm so stuck on on Roman and the Rock at WrestleMania. <laughs> Chubbed up over there. <laughs> you know, but Sami Zayn is taking the heat off of Roman right now. And it's a smart move for him. Sami Zayn is one of the most underutilized guys in the company, I think. But do you think Sami is playing the bloodline? No. Or do you think it's... They're playing it straight up. I don't think it's going to wind up being uh, 
like a, like a heel turn of Sammy like going up against Roman or anything like that. I don't I don't necessarily think going up against Roman, but I think he might be trying to tear them apart. I mean, possibly, but I think he, he's playing it as he's just trying to find a group to be a part of. You know what I mean? And, and attach himself in the liberator part. You know? Yeah. Um. Look, I recently saw the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold's podcast, and he had Sammy on there. And and anybody that doesn't think that Sammy Zayn is one of the top professionals in the sport right now, you're not paying attention. You don't know what you're talking about. The guy made Steve-O and the Jackass guys and Johnny Knoxville look like professional wrestlers at WrestleMania on the biggest stage of them all. He did excellent. And that was all on Sammy. You know what I mean, the way he sells, the way he he's a consummate professional. Um, so to bring him in as the guy for the bloodline, like what, what they did on, on SmackDown the other night when he goes, he's not feeling oozy enough, mm-hmm. and just, just to get them to break, like that's what you want to see, like that's what we need to see. Like Roman is is so trying to keep it together with Sammy out there, and he's having such fucking problems doing it. It's amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. I love it. But that's where I think I I don't know if that's where I think it's heading, but that's where I think it should head is Bray. I think everything leads back to Bray. He's your most polarizing figure. I think they're no? gonna, they got they have to have something big planned for him. Have, have to. to have to. No. You don't bring him back in the way you did without having a massive plan in place for him. Exactly. You know? And, and he's, um, I mean, he's the top merchandise seller right now, too. Like, Yeah. You know who number two is? For, who? Box of Bliss. No shit. She's actually number two of all time right now. Behind Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ugh. You think anybody ever was going to pass him? Uh, probably. Maybe one day. Mm, I don't know. You know, They've been selling that awesome 316 shirt for 30 years now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, if you look at the top 10 list of like most merchandise of all time, it's, I think it's Alexa Bliss and, um, I don't remember who the other one was, but everybody else is from the nineties. It's like Undertaker. Yeah. It's DX. It's the Stone Cold. Stuff. It's The Rock. Like um, Eddie Guerrero's on there. Like it's all it's all that stuff. Merchandise um, talk aside. Yeah. Do you think that at some point Bray and Braun have some storyline again? I think that's a possibility. Maybe he becomes one of the Wyatt family. No, I, I right now I don't know if they're gonna do that to Braun because he kind of got shafted his last time at the company. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if Hunter's gonna be willing to really do that to him all over again. You know, plus they had that storyline already. Yeah, they had Braun versus the Fiend. You know what I mean? So I don't know if they go that route. Over and over and over again, they got to do something though. Um, 
WrestleMania, the road to WrestleMania is very, very soon. January is the Royal Rumble, and we start the road to WrestleMania right then and there. So, and plus, you know, there's also this thing like Roman's got to drop the belt at some point, right? Yeah. Well, who does he drop the belt to? You know, that's the bigger question. It's, I don't think it's going to be Logan Paul this weekend. It better you not know, be. I don't. I don't think Austin Theory is going to cash in on him. No, I mean, even if he did, he's not going to drop to Austin Theory. That's what I'm saying. He, he's Austin Theory is pretty much done. He's just Austin Theory is going to get buried because he, he was a, he's he a was fucking a Vince guy. Yeah, he's a jobber now. Is all he is. Yeah, like like he was a Vince guy. He was a guy that Vince was pushing really, really hard. Hunter is not going to want him anywhere near anything. Yeah, you know, I hate the character um, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Unless he makes some massive changes, so I don't know. It, it's it's all going to come down to to where we're going with that. If you guys have any theories, let us know in the comments. I'd love to hear them on where you're thinking the Bra- the Wyatt family's going, where you think the bloodline's going. Drop in the comments. Let us know. So I got the question of the night for you. Okay. What's your top three wrestlers that debuted? They gave a super strong debut to amazing debut and then immediately buried or they fizzled so quickly. Two of them you're gonna just... two of them you're gonna agree on me with because we've talked about this before. Yep. And then that's gonna be well, you want me to give you mine first? Yeah, let's let's go with yours. All right. So at number three, this is a personal one for me because I love this tag team, but it's the War Raiders. Not the Viking Raiders. The War Raiders. Give them back the name. They should have never taken it from them. Super strong in NXT. Killing it on the tag team scene. They debut them very, very strong against the New Day. Have these amazing matches. And then immediately buried them under New Day and Uso every Monday night. No. They changed their name. They made them the Viking Raiders and kind of made them a comic act, you know, in the in the background. And they they really haven't shown us anything since. You know, so that's the Viking Raiders at my number three spot. Right. My number two. Wait, you want me to give you give you my whole list first? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was right. going to say, what was your second one? All right. So my number two spot is going to be. Um, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe was really strong. Former TNA champion. Literally rode that company on his back. And AJ Styles had that company on their back for a decade. Awesome on the mic. Awesome Awesome on on the the mic. mic. Amazing on the mic that they never let him talk. Right? He had the Goldberg... No one can beat me for over a year, like undefeated streak thing going. They gave him that storyline, right? Crazy talented in the ring, super safe, no matter what anybody says. He's a muscle bu- muscle buster on Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd is the one that screwed up the move and breaks his neck. Gets blamed for it. Buried. Almost never to be heard from again. Now he's in AEW. Yeah. No. Um, it was unfortunate what happened to Tyson Kidd. I understand 
It's wrestling. People are going to get hurt sometimes. Guy broke his neck. He's probably never going to wrestle again. It's a tragedy what happened to him. However, you can't blame that all on Samoa Joe. Two guys in the ring. From what I understand, Tyson Kidd took the bump the wrong way because he's done it. Samoa Joe has done that move. He's done that muscle buster. Mm -hmm. He was doing it every single week in TNA. Every single week he was muscle bustering someone. How is it that he gets here and this kid takes it the wrong way, breaks his neck, and now it's all on Samoa Joe's fault? Yeah. Guys, you know, the guy is a professional. He's been in this business for a very, very long time. Just, I don't think he deserved it. I think he could have been something really, really big in the WWE, and it just didn't go that way. And my number one spot of all time is Taz, human suplex machine. Check this out. Taz debuts. A lot of people don't remember. He was in the WWE before the invasion storyline. He paid and got him paid and got him out of his ECW contract to jump ship from ECW, the company that he helped build with Paul Heyman, to the WWE. And they debuted him at Royal Rumble 2000 against Kurt Angle. And he beat Kurt Angle, ending Kurt Angle's undefeated streak. Now, anybody that you have that defeats that defeats an undefeated streak is supposed to be a monster name in your company. Guys in the back said they didn't want to work with him. They felt that he was unsafe. They felt that he was one of these ECW guys. He wasn't worth it. This, that, and the other thing. Buried. Almost immediately. And the match he had at Royal Rumble 2000 was insane. You ever watch that match? Uh, I don't remember if I did or not. It's on Peacock. You can go back and watch that match. It is a baller match. Especially if you like suplexes. (laughs) I don't think I like them as much as you do. I mean, you probably don't, but still. So, that is my list. Top three that debuted and buried. All right. I agree with you on Taz and Samoa Joe. My third or first is going to be Diamond Dallas Page. I love that pick. Love that pick. That is so true. Because, I mean, when they brought him into WWE and they they did that whole stalker fucking storyline. So weird. So stupid. What the fuck? Made no sense. Like he was he, one of my top wrestlers in uh, WCW. Like grew up watching him, loved him, and then them doing that to him and just fucking burying him like that—horrible, absolutely horrible. And you got to respect the guy. I mean, he didn't start wrestling until he was what thirty-five. I think thirty-seven. I, it was late thirties. Oh, it was late thirties. It was. Uh, all the respect goes out to DDP. He's the, he's a game changer in the game. You know what I mean? And he follows me at on the Twitter. top of WCW. What happened? I said, Andy follows me on Twitter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we got, let's see if we can get him on for an interview one day. I've tried. <laughs> no response. He's a busy man. I'm sure he is. He's doing all that DDP yoga right now. Oh, my God. Have you ever tried that? No, but I'm, I'm thinking about taking oh, it out because my God. back is killing me. Dude, it fucks you up. It is a I'm lot sure harder than does. you think it is. <laughs> well, that's bringing us to the end of everything. Um, thanks for rocking with us. 
Hopefully you guys enjoy the content. Like, follow, and subscribe, everything on GGen. Um, just to give you guys a heads up, the way this is going to be working is we're going to throw out one episode a week um, for all the news that's going on, the big storylines, any other type of news that we – just wrestling in general we're going to be talking about. But then once a month when the WWE throws out their premium live paid event or whatever they're calling it these days because it's not a pay-per-view anymore, we're going to do a full breakdown of the entire uh, event. So we got Crown Jewel this weekend. We'll probably record sometime afterwards, and then it'll be posted up the following week um, for the entire breakdown of every match and every every storyline going into Crown Jewel. It's going to be a much lengthier uh, version of of this show than this is, Dive but you're weak. Diving deep. Deep, deep, deep into into all things Crown Jewel. Um, but for right now, I'm your man, Zuplex City. He's one shot. We're out of here. Thank you guys so much. Like, follow, and subscribe. All Everything on GGen. And we're out of here.